Okay, yeah, uh, stop. It froze for a second. Sorry, it froze for a second. But yeah, we are live, live, and by live we mean we're live. We're not actually streaming this live with episode thirty-one of the Thought Police. Episode thirty-one. We've got our friend uh, Arthur, Arthur Glass, uh, of the Unheard Hello. of Podcast, uh, jumping in with us today, and we've got a special one for you—a post-election, post-election episode. We haven't put one out in a while, and what a better time to do it than now when everybody's sharing their two cents. So, uh, Arthur, go ahead and introduce yourself to everyone uh, on the pod. You've been on here a few times, so they may know who you are, but, you know, give them a, the old razzle-dazzle. I mean, you know, I'm Arthur, a uh, longtime friend of both these boys. And, uh, I mean, I got my own show with, with my friend Jared. We have unheard of. So, if anybody watches this, you know, you, you, you might like me. You can come check us out. So, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff, as always. Good stuff, as always. And I, I, honestly, the, the, the second of our of our two favorite boys, Ethan Davis, reporting live from the Red Room. Ethan, uh, how are you? Dude, you can't say the... You can't call it the Red Room, the red dude. Room. You can't even tell it's red. It just looks slightly dim. It looks like a slightly dim room. It looks extremely dim. Am I, though? I'm great. Okay, look. I tried to go blue, but the blue was too bright. It, like, blew out the camera, dude. So I had to go red. I was like, it's blue or red, and you know, and then the the yellow was too light. Look, I'm good to answer the question. I'm perfectly fine. Right here, chilling with my two favorite boys. And we're back at it again. We're back at it yet again. And this one is uh, finally going up on YouTube. We're gonna put this one up on YouTube. We're gonna put this one up on Spotify. We're gonna put this one up on wherever you may listen to podcasts. If you're into the audio only, cool. But we also have a video component on. Uh, on YouTube now as well. So if you'd like to see our our very handsome chiseled faces on your YouTube screen or, you know, just while you're, I don't know, chilling at home on YouTube, just tune in and uh, we're here. Thought Police. Now we're uh, global. And as you see, we have our, our daggum, uh, our daggum, uh, what do you call it? Social media handles there too. We have our social media handles down bottom left. So if you are not following us on on uh, Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube, that's how you can find us. Uh, we are uh, there. Although the YouTube one, I feel like maybe a bit hard to find because um, if you search the Thought Police on YouTube, you don't go directly to our page <laughs> since we only have one video from like two years ago there with thirty six views. So, dude, it's a DJ twist, dude. We actually. Dude, I miss him. Where is he? Do you still have him? Yeah, I still have him. He's um, he's in a closet somewhere. He's still here though. He's still here, alive and well, dog. Um, yeah, uh, actually, I... we had two videos on there at one time, but I actually did go back and delete one very recently. Ah, damn. Because I was like, mm, no. <laughs> I just want to make a comment sorry, about folks. your uh, your ring you're wearing. You're lying. I know you're a ring boy. Oh, that's true. I've recently started. You know, I'm recently. I think I'm gonna start wearing rings all over my hands and probably chains as well. I, I think I'm going to become a fan of jewelry. And this was a very, this is just a, what is that? What is that? Tungsten? This is a tungsten ring. Uh, you know, it's not, it doesn't really have a lot of utility, but I thought it looked cool. And I was like, damn, this is a nice ring. And it was like $8. So I was like, let me get that. Yeah, it's nice. I like it. So we're going to, we're, we're hoping to get rings on every on every finger here so we can just roll up in the spot and be like ah ha ha but that's uh I mean, look i've made i've made my opinion on rings known that's true 
But uh, we are, you know, back at it again. And uh, if you have uh, been paying attention to anything in current events, you would know that we have a uh, a presidential election uh, still, you know, in the fires of uh, being decided. And actually today they have called it, the media has called it for Joe Biden. They have said that Joe Biden has defeated uh, Donald Trump to become the new president of the United States to be sworn in uh, in January. Now, there's still plenty of time between now and January, and it looks like the president is not conceding and will, in fact, hope to make this a, a, a drawn-out legal battle that will have the courts deciding who will become the next president of the United States rather than the votes that are being cast. So what, what are you guys' thoughts so far on this election? Um, I, I definitely... I'll admit, I, I figured it was I figured it was all Trump all the way, personally. Um, I didn't think Biden really stood a chance because he's such a boring candidate. I was like, there's no way that this is going to get people excited to vote, you know, anything like that. But I think really most people who voted, young people especially, didn't vote for Biden as much as they literally just chocolate rained there. I don't know if you saw that or not. Um moved away from the mic to breathe most people um okay. who voted for uh for biden didn't vote for him because of the excitement of voting for him or to get trump out of office if that makes sense yeah um i mean yeah i i, I didn't expect biden to win uh i uh and i mean i like you said a lot of people probably didn't and I mean, look at the numbers on election day for uh, people who turned out in person and stuff. Uh, it wasn't looking too good for them. And and then they started counting those mail-in ballots and everything. And, you know, he started taking leads in key states. And, I mean, I, I, can, I, 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 was, I was shocked. I, I'm going to say this. Okay, so barring coronavirus, had COVID-19 never happened, Donald Trump would have blown Joe Biden out of the water. And it would not have been close. I don't think it would have been close at all. I think that the fact that we had this pandemic happen really threw a lifeline to not only Joe Biden, but the neoliberal ideals that he stands for, right? Because the way Joe Biden ran his campaign was not on changing things. It was not on a better way, and it wasn't on the future of America. Joe Biden's entire campaign was basically, we will return things to the way they were before Donald Trump took office, and that's it. We're going to get things back to normal, and we're going to get things um, so where the adults are in charge, kind of disregarding the fact that it was a Joe Biden and Obama presidency that got us to this point in the first place. So... I think that, uh, while yes, we, I think all three of us are, are, you know, okay with the fact that he won. You know, we obviously are not fans of Trump and we are not fans of Joe Biden either. Um, but obviously, I think a Joe Biden victory seems on the surface to be the better of the two for now. Um, in my opinion, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you're right there. I think it probably is the better of the two. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. Well, you kind of said it. 
I don't think any of us are content with, oh, back to just the way things were. Because really, if you think about it, if you really think about it, what did Trump really change all that much anyway? Literally, people are just excited because it's a change in party, pretty much, for the most I, part. I think you're absolutely I mean, you right. I mean, you get this rhetoric that he likes to spread around kind of out, but it's already out there in the open now with, like, your Proud Boys and your Trumpsters and all that other stuff. No, I think you're absolutely right. And um, I think uh, the biggest thing is, like, despite who – Biden or Trump, it, it as soon as it was decided that those two were the candidates, it didn't matter. Um, it didn't matter for, I guess, the most powerful people in this country who could have been held accountable, who could have been made to pay their fair share, who could have been made to uh, help us build a better way forward – as soon as it was decided that it was uh, Trump and Biden, they were safe from any change. They were safe from any um, any sort of uh, progressive or or even really any sort of change to their to their uh, material standing. Um, so the real winners, obviously, are the people who have been winning this entire time. Uh, the rich, you know, the uh, industrious people who benefit the most from from continuing down this path of uh, the rich getting richer, the poor getting poorer, the environment falling apart. And uh, we just stand around and watch, basically. All right, I got to step away for a second, boys. I'm so sorry. I'll be right back. All right, all right. We'll, we'll hold your spot here, Arthur. We'll hold your spot. We're going to continue on this conversation, and we'll let you know where we, uh, where we uh, leave all. Okay. Um, go ahead. I think that, um, oh, Arthur, you know, you can, you can mute your, oh, there we go. Okay. I was going to say you can mute your audio, but he did it. Um, I was going to say, man, to me, like, and I know we kind of had this discussion. Are people going to stop caring so much about like other people's wrongdoings now that Trump is, uh, not an office. And we had a good laugh about it. Cause I was like, yeah, I was listening to a podcast that posed this question. And you said, what did they say? I was like, yeah, they just posed the question. And you were like, what were you listening to the questions podcast? But I like the idea because it does feel like, I mean, dude, I've seen so many different things today. They're just like, everything's all better now. Biden and Kamala are in office. And I'm like, no, not like, no, our material, what? like you guys aren't even going to hold people accountable. Exactly. Like our material wealth, our, our standard of living is not going to increase at all. I don't think there are, I mean, obviously there's going to be things that are better, right? There's obviously going to be things that are better under a Biden administration that would be worse under Trump administration. But like, in, in speaking of like your actual day-to-day -day stuff, it's dealing like people who have to deal with health insurance companies, people who still get sick and will still have to pay out the wazoo. Student loans will not get better. Um, probably policing will probably not get better. In fact, they may get worse under a Biden administration um, because obviously Biden was the architect of the crime bill. And, you know, Kamala, the top cop, Harris, is not shy uh -huh. from sending people to jail. She's not shy from it. And as much as people want to say, oh, well, you're misinterpreting that. no. No, we were people played along with that during the election, but after the election, you, you're going to see these these issues that they were trying to warn people about from the beginning of the primaries. This is the kind of election we're going to see. This is the kind of presidency we're going to see under Biden. We're going to see, I mean, basically, 
the continued surveillance state is going is that's going to keep happening. Protests are probably still going to be crushed. I don't know why people think that because Biden's in office, people are you know that uh, protests are going to be more allowed. The police are not going to brutalize people to protest and stuff like that. I think it may be even worse now because Biden. I mean, he mm -hmm. is not a fan of those. He's. I mean, every time he gets asked about them, Joe Biden's like, well. You shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't be protesting like that. Oh, okay. I mean, that's basically the same answer Trump gave, right? So what, what changes, you know, what really changes for us? Yeah, exactly. And then it's, even and when, it's crazy because you have like, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say it's crazy because you have people on the right convinced that this is the start of a socialist state. And literally, like, it's like the same thing. It's basically the same thing. The thing is, too, Joe Biden basically almost lost himself his own election. Joe Biden and the DNC basically almost cost themselves the entire election by trying to run as Republican lights, trying to run as Republican light and eating dirt, basically, in so many states because of that. They were so convinced that if we run as moderate Democrats and, you know, could almost be considered Republicans, if we run as much of a centrist as we can, we're going to sweep through the nation and get everybody, right? Who do they get? Basically, yeah, in every well, state. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, well, again, why? And I don't understand why they thought that would, would make sense because last election, they—, they Republicans could have had a moderate Republican. They went far right. Why would you think that people would want to jump on the moderate train when they could just jump far right? And I get it. There's like the never Trumpers and stuff like that. But you're not going to pick up people who you need to be picking up by doing that. I saw a map today that was like what it would have looked like if only people under 30 would have uh, or would have voted, you know, in the election. And it was insane amount that that went uh, well liberal over conservative of course but um it was interesting and i would love to see something like that with ernie in place of biden to see just what that might have looked like here's the thing too like already i've already seen a clip today of john Kasich, and then like there was some um democratic congresswoman i think who was trying to be mad on a call with like a bunch of like progressive members of congress trying to say that they cost all those centrists those seats that they cost democrat seats in the red districts and the purple districts no that is empirically incorrect that is false that is absolutely false information because when you look at states like florida florida passed a 15 dollar minimum wage resolution right during this election they had that on the ballot and that passed overwhelmingly passed overwhelmingly a very progressive piece of legislation that that Bernie Sanders has been advocating for. Bernie Sanders has all of, always been about that $15 minimum wage, right? And all of these like yep. these these justice democrats are always pushing for that, you know, raising the minimum wage kind of stuff. Things like that, things like um the legalization of marijuana passed in red states. That again, that is a, that's a position that the justice democrats, the Bernie Sanders, the, the DSA candidates have been pushing overwhelmingly popular all of these overwhelmingly popular positions that are being rejected by the dnc are being overwhelmingly accepted by the general populace by the electorate basically like these these issues are are, are cut and dry 
They, they are black and white. They can see that these issues are popular and would pass. So what is the reasoning? It's just, it, it's, it's obtuse thinking by Democrats, basically. It's them saying, well, we don't think it'll do well, despite all this evidence that, we, that, that actually shows that these are overwhelmingly popular uh, positions. We don't think it'll do well, so we're not going to run on it. Son, what? No, I mean, you're right. I, I... And the thing is, like, all the evidence is out there. You know what I'm saying? The evidence is out there that these are things that people like and people want. Even, I mean, when you have, like... Fox News reporting that like 60 to 70 percent of people would prefer a government uh, option for health care. I mean, come on. It's, you can't deny it then. At the end of the day, what do you think draws in more votes, right? At the end of the day, what do you think draws in more votes? Promising somebody that they will have actual health care, that they won't have to worry about student loans, that um, policing will change that you won't go to jail for, you know, uh, marijuana, that, you know, you believe in economic justice or saying that, oh, we have to return to civility. I don't give a damn about civility. They already showed us that they're not civil. So why, why would we try to force them back into it? They've already said we're not going to be civil no matter what. They already said, like, nobody cares about these abstract principles. Nobody cares about civility, integrity, uh, all of these things that are for show, basically, all these branding, marketing policies. That's because that's what, at the end of the day, that's what they are. They're just better branded Republicans. They care for the same policies. They just brand themselves better. So what's the point? That's the thing, too, as we see, we saw it last election. The better branding, as you just called it, I like that, fails. People don't get excited by that. People want something different. Shit about it. People don't care. They don't care. They really don't. So I mean, yeah, you can throw out. I mean, like Joe Biden. What the most? Honestly, <laughs> the only person I would see less fit to maybe be the president than him would be maybe Donald Trump. Sure. I don't know. I mean, Donald Trump can think at least. People are celebrating this as like a great victory for Democrats, a great victory for America. This was the third. Worst possible situation, I think, that could have happened to Democrats. Uh, we seem to have just, uh, lost Arthur. We seem to have lost Arthur. That's okay. He will be joining us uh, in our coverage here in a second. But this is the third worst <laughs> outcome for, for Democrats. The first worst, obviously, being Trump wins, he gets the Senate, and he gets the House of Representatives. Second worst, obviously, he just gets, uh, he wins, and he gets the Senate. Actually, the third worst would probably be Trump wins and... Uh, it's nothing just trump wins so this is the fourth worst where biden wins you lose houses in the senate i mean you don't get the senate at all actually you lose um representatives in the house you you fucked yourself over for the next two years republican landslide incoming in 2022 and i hate that unless they change course drastically and the way they're speaking right now, they're already blaming Bernie and the left. They're already saying the only way we win Georgia is if we back away from Bernie's radical left positions and um, we return to a moderate centrist point of view so that all these Georgians will vote for us. I guarantee you it's not going to work. If they if they run like that, it's not going to work. I, I have more faith in in uh, Reverend Warnock winning his seat, his that Senate seat, uh, Loeffler's Senate seat, over John Ossoff winning uh, Purdue's. Because uh, oh, I don't think I don't think Ossoff stands a chance, honestly. I think Ossoff gets blown out of the water. I think if Warnock is able to 
really get his policy positions out, he has way more of a chance. I'm with 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 how out for revenge Republicans are right now. I think it's already stacked against both of them, especially in Georgia. But if Warnock, if Warnock can can legitimately be like, these are my positions, my policies will will absolutely raise your quality of life, make your life better, make things easier for you, especially in this pandemic. I think I think Warnock would win. So that'll be interesting to see. I'm, I'm getting um, yeah, from the I... studio that Arthur Glass has rejoined, so we have Arthur patched back in. Hello, hello. I'm back. Sorry about that, boys. All good. All good. Oh, you're good, man. But um, I for sure think, like, I mean, even well, going back to what you're saying about them already blaming the left and Bernie. I, I of course, dude. I saw on uh. I guess it was CNN or MSNBC. I don't really know. Kasich, Kasich, whatever his name is. John Kasich was on there today just spewing all that nonsense, dude. It's like, bro, you're a Republican. I mean, basically. Exactly. Like, like, you're even, like, worse off than, like, Biden. And he he wants that influence. I mean— at the end of the day, I think it's these the never Trump Republicans. The never Trump Republicans just want another party. They know they're not welcome in the never Republican Party anymore, so they're trying to turn what what the Democrat Party used to be into just what the Conservative Party used to be. They're just trying to pull everyone along for the right. And AOC said it best, bro. AOC said it best today. John Kasich did not bring did not bring Ohio for uh, Joe Biden the way he said he would. Reaching out to John Kasich, reaching out to the middle, the moderates, that did not give them Ohio like they said it would. You know, you know what did work? No. Ilhan Omar. Ilhan Omar gave uh, gave Democrats Minnesota. She helped bring Minnesota to them. Cause guess what? People like Ilhan Omar, despite what despite what Fox News tells everybody, despite what uh, CNN and, and everyone does to Ilhan Omar's character. People like Ilhan Omar. She's relatable. She was on that Twitch stream. She had a beefy pc bro she was she was playing she was playing bro i mean that pc had some specs on it too like that shit could have run anything i think it had a 2070 in it bro that's like a it's like a pretty beefy graphics card i don't think it was hers but i think it's just staffers i mean that's just I, I think people are ready for change and we saw it with trump on the right but people on the left are ready too and down, i don't know like like you said, you were saying last night, I kind of wish Bernie would just try to form a third party instead of yeah. getting behind the Democrats because they're never going to accept the views that he's trying to push. Like, I don't care if it fractures the Democratic Party. I do not care. It would be best at this point. Okay, we got we got you what you wanted. We're leaving. There's a third party, and I bet you that party would probably be very, very popular. It would be very, very popular. I don't know what they have on him at this point because Lord knows they cheated him out of the primary. Obama literally had to call everybody up in a in a in a dark cigar smoke filled room and be like, "Now listen, this is how it's going to happen." Pete drops out, and then everybody else just miraculously drops out too. Let's just give it to Biden, I guess. They and they he, really he did. Promised, go ahead, go he ahead. He promised them a throwback 08 Obama merch, bro. Damn. <laughs> He said, he said, uh, That's now true. Pete. He said, now Pete, 
I'll uh, teach you how to do my voice uh, better than uh, your pathetic attempts to uh, channel me at your <laughs> rallies and your speeches. And Pete was like... Because <gasps> he looks like a rat. Thank you. Thank you, Dana Lane. <laughs> nah, bro, you got to chill. Dean, uh, it's just, I don't Dean know, Buttigieg, very bro. underwhelming. Dean it's a, just a very underwhelming election, personally, I would say. I mean, I wasn't, I mean, it, it was, it wasn't what I expected. Then toward, when it got close to the election, I was like, yeah, I think it's probably anybody's. And it just, I mean, it is what it is. Nothing to get excited about for me anyway. And then, I mean, it's, I mean, it's pretty, it's a pretty historic election. Uh, more, more, well, youth, yeah. more young people voting. Um, I, I th more youth voting in, than in any other election. So, another thing that I wanted to bring up, bro. Another thing, a historic blunder, a historic, historic blunder, legendary buffoonery by the Biden campaign here. Do you remember back in like June or July when they straight up said Latinos are not part of our path to victory? We're not even going to focus on yes. them. <laughs> Guess what? Guess what happened, Doc? You lost Latinos by historic, like you've lost more Latino support. And basic, basically, what I'm saying is, more Latinos, more people of color, more women. The only, the only group that Trump didn't get more of this election is white men. So you know, white men, take a victory lap because I, you came through, I guess. Because literally, the Biden campaign failed in messaging to all of these groups so terribly. That Trump actually gained supporters from all of these groups rather than lose them. And I wonder why, dude. I wonder why he would lose Latinos when this man literally goes up and just like starts singing Despacito, bro. <laughs> I just I just have one last thing to say. Uh, uh give me a second. Despacito. <laughs> yes, dude. Like classic. that was so cringy, That's man. That's a classic moment. Oh my hey, God. Like somebody told him too. They were like, "This is a good idea, yeah, <laughs> great idea." Literally, you know, you know, Simone Sanders was like, uh, "This one's gonna bang." Oh, this one's gonna bang. Those Latinos are gonna love this. One. <laughs> this is gonna be the difference maker. Pete Buttigieg was like, "Yo hablo español y esto va a ser bueno para los Latinos." <laughs> and Meanwhile, little did Federal Rurik said the same thing. Meanwhile. <laughs> God dang. Dude, meanwhile, little did we know that Trump was coming through with the hottest, the hottest <laughs> Latino track of all time, dude. Oh. I mean, hey man. Look. That's a that's a banger. That's a banger. I mean, listen. I, I didn't vote for Donald Trump, but if I had seen that song before I voted. Oh, for sure. Oh my god. I will vote. I will vote for Donald Trump. That is a banger, bro. That is such a banger of a song. <laughs> the best, the best thing is, dude. When I when I go to the video on YouTube, because I've watched it multiple times, it's hard not to. I'm sorry. <laughs> In the comments, dude, like every comment is like, heard this song out on the street at the Trump rally. Me and my wife started dancing to it, and we haven't stopped since. Way Jesus to go, Christ. Latinos! And I'm like, I'm like, what? <laughs> That that's probably the rarest. That's that's honestly probably the rarest political song of this generation. It, <laughs> it, the fact that it's not just absolute cringe. And the thing true. is, absolutely true. 
all of these Trump people who make songs to put on social media and like try to get big from that, like all like the Trump, the Trump trios, like the Trump quartets, all the people singing, they're like, we have all these songs that are like, go Trump. Awful, awful, dog shit, terrible songs. Cringe, cringe, cringe city, bro. That one song though, that oh my god, I will vote for Donald Trump. That one actually bangs though. I hate, I, 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 mean, I despise Donald Trump, <laughs> and I say that song bangs. Yeah, you know, say so I hate to say it, but they they were making that song in the studio, and they're like, "Yo, we got us one, we got us one." Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, they knew bro. what they were doing for sure. Rick Rubin very much produced that song. I want you to know that. Is <laughs> <laughs> that me? Is that me? Oh uh, my god of uh jay-z in the studio but it's that song oh yeah just not <laughs> yeah because it played in that beat dog that's <laughs> i, I mean it. i hate the fact that this, the song is so simple but it's legitimately good like it's an earworm of a song <laughs> oh my god you know what i want to see now dog where's the there were all those videos of cubans celebrating when uh trump won florida where are the videos now dude i want to see those videos now I want to see uh, what 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 are they doing now? Cause I they're probably not happy down in Miami, dog. They're probably like throwing on their Trump hats, dude. Not not because they're getting rid of them, just right. their anger. Uh, well, I, I feel like the you know in this election, I feel like the biggest loser is Little Pimp. Oh my god. <laughs> Like he had nothing, bro. I feel like I feel like Trump was telling him that, like, you know, if you back me, I'll throw you some money. You can get out of your record contract. Down, <laughs> you're right. I honestly think like, you're right. I'll win. You'll be all good. He's and down then, atrociously, bro. He's down atrociously right now. He's, now. now he's down bad. As a little pimp. <laughs> Probably absolutely nobody wants to collab with him now. He picked the wrong horse, and now he's going to pay for it, dog. No collabs. Matt's going to be keep getting paid that $14,000 a year. Cold world. Oh, my God. His contract was crazy, dude. I'm, I'm going to see if I can find it real quick. You know who's suffering, too? Yeah, it was too. sad, dude. No, you know, it doesn't matter. It's it was, it was horrible. You know who's suffering, too? All the pro-Trump grifters, bro. They're losing it, bro. They're losing it. Because they know. They know it's done. The dream has died for them. They know it's so over. True. That, that meal ticket. Dude, I've seen... Uh, I've seen Caitlyn Bennett absolutely going off on Twitter, bro. Uh, Some might survive. Uh, Some might make it. I saw... I saw... Uh... I saw Tommy Loren uh, post something about how the election was stolen from from Trump as well. Oh, I saw that her, too. They hit her with that. If you don't, if you don't like her own tweet, like if you don't like uh, this country, there's other, there's over two hundred to choose from. See you later. It's a cold world, dog. It's a cold world. Bro, me and Arthur, me and Arthur were literally hit with that earlier today, dude. Oh yeah, that's true. Damn. What they didn't expect for me to say was to respond with, actually, I've been looking into it for years now. <laughs> uh, they just said, go ahead. I was like, all right. I mean, okay. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I don't see me moving to another country, so. I do, hopefully. Everything works out for me. So, 
You know, who knows, dude? We may be doing this podcast uh, late nights for me, I guess, early mornings for you. I, I don't know how the I don't know how the uh, the time the time difference is right now. <laughs> I don't know how time zones works. <laughs> uh, so you telling me you tell me it's not eight thirty eight right now in in China? Does not look like it. I don't think so. You could have fooled me. Fooled me. I'm a fool anyway. Dude, actually, right now it's nine thirty. Time is it in China right now, though? In I'm China. really interested. You said it's nine thirty-eight. Where? In China. Oh wow. Thirty-eight a.m. Yeah, so they're thirteen hours ahead. They're they're usually twelve, but I think it's because it's daylight savings time. We're one behind. Or one ahead? No, one behind. One behind. Yeah. Yeah. Because hmm. I do remember when I went to China and I would send messages at 10, it would be 10 over here. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it would depend, though, because China's a pretty big country. It's probably got a lot of different time zones. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let me see. Time zones. Because, I mean, one national t uh, time zone. Oh, yeah, daylight savings is an American thing. Never mind. I was going to say. There's only yeah. there's only yeah. China Standard Time, bro. Wow. No, I'm just oh, kidding. Oh, really? I'm just kidding. There's uh. What about that General Mountain Time, dude? There's five time zones in China. No, wait, no. The time in China follows a single standard time. What the heck? That's weird. It's Beijing time. That's what so it's, it's called. All, they all run on Beijing. <laughs> you were yeah. right, dude. China Standard Time. Wow. They span five time zones, but they they just run on one. Weird. That's uh, interesting. What about um? I literally forgot what I was gonna say, and I hate that. <laughs> Anyways, um, how, how far ahead is where this is? We're getting so far off topic, but I'm about to look up what time it is in Japan. Cause oh, okay. I thought Japan was like, oh, it's 10.40 a.m. in Japan. So that's, what, 14 hours ahead? That makes sense. Yeah. I guess the math checks out there. That doesn't make sense. Huh. Dude, I, I hope to visit Japan one day, dude. I'm going to go to Tsushima, bro, and I'm just going to have a nice time there, dude. I'll send you all a photo, and I'll find Jin Sakai's uh, monument and send you all a photo of that, dude, from when he saved the island. Absolutely. Okay. Hey. No, no spoilers yet, dude. I haven't, uh, I haven't finished the game. Oh, I haven't even oh, beaten that too yet. Oh, you said you finished it, Uriel? No. Uh, I think Leo's the only one who's finished it. Leo finished it. Leo finished it, not me. I need to get on it. I gotta. Dude, I mean, I say, I gotta get back this fool Leo. In a while, so I don't forget how the controls work. This is a call out for Leo, bro. We've tried to have this fool on here like seven times, bro. That's true. Every time we try to have him on, he's like, "Oh, I can't right now." And then today he wants to be like. Thanks for the invite. And then we invited you. Know we did send an invite, him. though. And you know who is the only person to accept it? Arthur Glass. Arthur Glass, dude. That's true. Listen. I did not, I did not expect to uh, to be on the show today, but I'm glad I'm here. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, dog. Jared has, has tried to poach Ethan. Well, tell Jared this, dog. Tell Jared. Tell Jared that you'll be on this podcast permanently before Ethan's ever on that podcast permanently. Believe that. True. Oh man! I tell him to start. Tell him to start looking for a replacement dog. Tell him Colton 
Colton needs a, an open schedule, Don, because Arthur Glass is joining the top place in free agent. <laughs> What's your buyout clause, dog? We'll buy you out of your contract uh, with Jared. Uh, it's like a my buyout clause is like a twelve pack of soft tacos from Taco Bell. Damn, that's that's we can split that. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, we can split that, bro. That's easy. Damn. We'll probably put the, I'm on, I'm dude that and those that's six tonight. tacos. That's six tacos for each of Jared's large sons, dude. Even the one who's barely just an infant, dude. Chill out. Okay. All right. I wonder what Jared. What is Jared? Look, up to I right mean now? that with with respect, dude. Next time we do this, I'm literally gonna dude, wear. Wait. I'm gonna wear a shirt and a tie, dude, and I'm gonna wear those broadcaster glasses. So I'm like, so we look more podcasty, I guess. Yeah, next time we do this, I'm gonna wear I'm gonna wear pants. Not wearing pants? Nope. I don't have a I don't have a single pant on right now. Could you well, I'm not naked from the waist down, but I don't have pants on. I mean I'm so short you can't tell. Oh, oh he's got on shorts. He's got on shorts. Okay. He said <laughs> Damn, I need to take a shower after this. I haven't showered today. Say, this man got on here showerless. That's true. Cold world. I'm probably gonna go get a haircut tomorrow. So this is the last time you're gonna see this hair. That's sad, oh, dude. Know. That hair was iconic, man. I'm about to go down to Carmen's and be like, "Dap me up, dap me up." People used to just compliment my long hair, dude. With your long hair, I mean, I gotta say, dude, it was on another level, bro. To people who've never had long hair, dude, they won't understand what we understand. That's true. It's a different feeling, dog. I, you're gonna lose it all. I mean, I've had long hair, but it was all like up here, you know. It wasn't. It was. Remember that? Down here. That was an iconic look, dude. Why didn't? Why don't you do that anymore, bro? I'm too lazy, bro. I'm too lazy to grow my hair out anymore. Like I, I wanted to get it dreaded up top, you know, because my dream was always to have a ponytail, but now I can't. I just don't want to anymore. I don't want to. I don't want the hassle of growing my hair out now. Damn, I'm too old. Devastating, dude. Like Langston Hughes said, a, a dream deferred. A dream deferred. We hate to see it. We hate to see it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so back to the election. Uh. Just let's get back on track here. Um. In courts, obviously Trump is trying to challenge all this, and people were like, you silly liberals, it's not over. It's not over till till we find out in courts, you idiots, you buffoons. I swear to God, I saw a video of a guy going off like that. He was like, you silly rabbits. And I was like, silly rabbits, okay. (laughs) Basically, he was going in saying, "You, you, you idiots, you morons, it's not even over yet. We still gotta go through the courts. Do you think the courts are going to overturn anything? Do you think the courts are going to change anything at this point? No, absolutely, absolutely not. not. Um, I mean, you know what's funny? I saw somebody shared a meme today of the new Supreme Court justice. I'm sorry that her name escapes me. Amy uh, Coney Barrett. Barrett. Is that it? Coney Barrett. Yeah. Um, somebody posted a meme of her today that said, that's a nice uh, election result you got there. It would be a shame if someone overturned it. And I'm like... Yo, this is literally, like, first off, insane to even post something like that. And second off, like, dude, if if this was Obama, boy, stop. People would be having a fit if people were saying stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I don't think they'll. I don't think the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court will just hand it to him. Even on a technicality, I don't think they'll hand it to him. Um, I think oh, the no. fact. I think the fact. That oh no, is, no, no, not at all. I don't think so. The fact that it is a six-three Supreme Court for future, you know, for future legislation is going to be a fucking tough one to handle because, as you know, Joe Biden is not a fan of um, adding extra justices or or packing courts to make sure that you know his stuff can actually get through. He has no... Joe Biden is going in with no intention of getting anything passed. That's that's the that's the sad truth. Joe Biden is going in with no legislation he has in mind to get passed because nothing is going to get passed. Especially not in these next two years. So... That's what's going to make the midterm so great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we're... Looking forward... I'm not looking forward to the midterms, but speaking about the midterms right now, we're probably going to see... If things don't change drastically, if Democrats do not embrace the more left side of the party, we're going to see probably bigger losses than we saw throughout Obama's presidency. And as you know, Obama had absolutely historic losses in state legislatures and control of the House and, and the Senate. So, you know, it's going to get a lot worse before it gets any better. Keep saying that. And it, yeah. it, it literally just keeps happening, right? I mean, yeah. the only... The only leg they really had to stand on is, like, get Trump out. And, I mean, now that they've done that, I mean, what are they, what, what, what are they, they offering? Planned? Yeah. Exactly. What do they have planned? It's like somebody – I saw a great thing. I think I talked about it on Unheard Of, maybe. Uh, I saw a thing a few weeks ago before the election. I, I, your boy is on Unheard Of a good bit, so, you know, check them out. Shouts out to Unheard Of. Good podcast. Uh, good podcast run by good people. But um, I saw a tweet the other day that said, if if Donald Trump was to die, then there goes the full Democratic, like, uh, agenda. full Democratic agenda out the window. It's true. Right. They're right. There's no other way to say it. They're right. But um, currently, Biden is actually addressing uh, the people right now. Oh, Biden is addressing the people right now? Yeah, I think they're at they're at uh Kamala's alma mater at uh her college. What where she she went to, she went to Howard, right? I, I don't know. I do not know where Kamala Harris went to college, but I think I, have I can no idea. I can hear his his voice uh from the living room. <laughs> She did go to Howard. You are correct. Yeah, so they're over, they're over there right now. He's giving a little speechy speech. Good lord. My girlfriend's watching it, so maybe she'll be able to give me a whole breakdown of what he said. I promise you, dog. I promise you. I'm trying to see this, but I can't find a... I'm sure Hassan is watching it on Twitch. That fool... That fool was pulling literally 200k. He was pulling 200k viewers just doing election coverage. It was crazy. Oh yeah. He was doing numbers. He was the number one streamer on Twitch for literally probably four or five days in a row. Gee. But if you think about it, 200k is not even that many people. I mean, it's not. Oh, not really. How many? How many? You got like how many people are? watching twitch at a given time that's true plus to consistently pull that amount of people 
I was saying to consistently pull that many people for, I mean, a few days. That's 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 a lot. I mean, because what AOC, she had like three hundred k, right? Yeah, she had a lot. Stream. So I mean, that's a that's a good bit of people. Yeah, I I would just assume. I mean, on YouTube, people get millions of views, right? Millions and millions of views, and it's like, why is YouTube streaming well, not bigger than it is? You know. Well, yeah, but it. Are you talking about like people getting mil- millions of views while streaming on on YouTube? No, like just YouTube videos. I think you're just talking about videos. Oh, just, I'm just saying. I mean, well, yeah, that's that's not that's not a bunch of people sitting down at one time watching one thing. Yeah, what I'm just saying, like the user base for YouTube is 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 monumentally bigger than the user base for um, Twitch. So why yeah. not? Why do more people? YouTube not is take like crazy established, though. Yeah, I would say YouTube was around years and years ago. Yeah, I don't think I don't think YouTube pushes streaming like that, though. You know, like they don't really push it, or not that I've noticed anyway. Let me say. Yeah, they could probably much. honestly they could probably just drop the hammer on Twitch if they focus on their streaming. Probably. I mean, yeah, they. I mean, they they do a lot of streaming on YouTube, but. I mean, eh. that's true that's true oh well uh that's a, another thing to worry about dude that's why we're not in charge of youtube i guess yeah they should get us <laughs> they should get us there that's true i would uh How about- i mean look you know once I'm the stop police channel blows up dog maybe they'll get us on yeah, i'll say once nasty boy entertainment becomes a huge conglomerate bro and we got we got the thought police. We got unheard of. We got everybody doing their things. We're gonna, we do, we're gonna be. That's true, dude. We're gonna be a, a great company. We do a leveraged buyout. Foos Union out there. That's true. Do you get... continue to you continue to stream on Twitch, but <laughs> but we get the YouTube Twitch. I mean YouTube streaming. That's true. Look, honestly, maybe I should look into YouTube streaming, dog. Today somebody came in my chat and they were like, they were like. They said, they said, uh, don't take this the wrong way, but man, how do you not have more viewers? He was like, I love coming in here and literally just chatting and, uh, vibing in here. And I was like, man, you know, it means a lot to me. I really appreciate that. I also don't know why, <laughs> but I was just like, you know, streaming is a cold world, brother. Streaming is a cold world. So you just take what you can and uh, you move on, dude. Yeah, the the I mean, algorithm... I- Algorithm be whipped. I mean, ass, you haven't bro. been you haven't been streaming for too long, have you? You've only been streaming for like a few months, maybe like six, six, seven months. Yeah, like five months. I don't know. I think I just got to get more content up. That's the hardest thing to do is actually. I mean, well, I was together. gonna say, yeah, put your time in. Man. You missed like two weeks recently. That's true. Just gotta get content up. I'm doing good on TikTok content. TikTok content is coming out daily. TikTok content is also the easiest to make because it's just a minute. YouTube content's a bitch, bro. I don't know. I don't know how to break through on YouTube. I have no idea how to what what to even post because I'm like, fuck, you know. So just post your just repost your TikToks to YouTube. Damn. I mean, why not, dude? It's one minute video. Fuji Union TikTok comp. TikTok comp. Yes. Like the thing with the thing too is like okay obviously on Twitch I mainly play FIFA right, but FIFA contents on YouTube. The guys, the creators who do FIFA contents on YouTube, is tutorials and stuff. 
It's tutorials and guides. It's like, run this formation. Use this player. Here's how you do... This is when you should use this skill move. And it's like, okay, once that's already established, though, any video <laughs> that anybody makes that, this is that's in that same topic is really just a copycat of that. So it's like, damn. What, uh... What other content on people can you make besides pack openings, like guides and, and tutorials, and that's really it. So it's a limiting, yeah. I feel like it's a limiting uh, right. factor. Maybe I should put out more opinion pieces, dude, so people have a reason to watch. I, you know what I thought Why about? Yeah, one maybe. Piece? I mean, one piece is I don't know, dude. Dragon Ball Z. That's true. Baku's Union. That way you could get One Piece fans and Dragon Ball fans riled up. Um, one thing, uh, well, you know, one thing I thought of doing. You remember a few weeks ago when that Google Stadia guy was like, "Streamers should have to have a license to stream games on uh, Twitch, and it's it's you should have to pay more to stream games." I wanted to make a video on that just to be just because uh, obviously I feel like those guys catch a lot of like views because you know gamers are inherently reactionary. It feels like. Like those fools are just oh true you know they're mean they're not you know they the YouTube algorithm funnels them into uh, sometimes some pretty hardcore extremist views and I I'm always like well come on well let's hold hold off a bit there but I was like I was like I don't want to become one of those guys who's like uh Google the radical left of Google is is saying that you have to pay more for your games. I don't want to be that guy. Radical left of Google. What is that? How's Stadia been doing? Like, I haven't, I haven't seen zilch diddly news about Stadia in so long. Exactly. That's how I was. I doing. haven't either. I think it's not doing too well. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that time. Remember that time we were on PlayStation, and I said, <laughs> I said, what's Elizabeth Warren doing? <laughs> <laughs> and she just and he, although you you <laughs> the punchline to that joke is she was doing nothing she she basically betrayed everybody and got nothing out of it well, yeah. the, which admittedly you did say that I'm pretty sure to piss off Leo or to try to <laughs> yeah yeah I did. <laughs> that was so funny cause you, I mean it was a good point you responded in earnest. You were like, I don't think she's doing anything. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> she is it. <laughs> um, I mean, because I thought you were just like, I don't thought you were asking, dude. I don't know. Look, for everybody who's not initiated, this is an anti-Elizabeth Warren uh, podcast. She betrayed Bernie during the primaries. And uh, we don't forget. We don't forget anybody who betrays Bernard. That's true. I mean, I wasn't sending snake emojis, but I was thinking them hard, dude. That was just so... That was such a slimy political move, dog. That was such a slimy political move. For her to be like... Was. For her to imply that Bernie said that a woman can't be president. What a slimy move, bro. What a slimy move. Cola. Plus, like like you said, what did, what did she end up getting out of it? Nothing. Not only that, but then she sold out her facade as a as a leftist, and now we know that she's just a regular old Democrat, just yeah. a neo-lib dude, a neo-lib in leftist clothing. She literally used to be a Republican, so that's oh, all you man. need to know. Exactly. 
It's a cold world. It's a cold world. Politics is a cold world. And it's incredible how through all this time, um, there appears to be just very, very few genuine people who care about the working class in the United States and care for their interests and their well-being and who just, you know, surprisingly don't sell out, who have not sold out yet. We don't know. Everybody else could sell out tomorrow. So. It's true. You know, Warren today. Who also, big else? out, big outs. Ups to, uh, ups to Arthur for seconds ago reminding us to stay hydrated. I saw you guzzling down that water, big dog. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've already finished this, this bottle of water, so I'm about to go for another one. Yeah, that's sure. a good idea. I'll be right back. I'm going to go get a drink. Y'all uh, carry this conversation on somewhere. All right. This fool literally saw you guzzle down that water, dude. And he said, all right, he yeah, like, I've got to go get some water real quick. Yeah, he's like, let me go take the thing is, the water's like from the, from the show and, and get uh, get some water. Yeah, let me get some water, maybe microwave some grapes. This uh, guy, the water is like the water's like two feet outside his door. Like it literally is just sitting there. I know this. You know what? This man is a fool. He's a fool. He's a fool, and he has the people trick, dude. He claims he's a fool. He's no fool. Yeah, add an add an L to it, maybe, and then you'll get you'll run that fools union, <laughs> dude. I'm just I'm fucking trash, bro. So when he goes through and edits this, he'll have to listen to this. All this slander. Also, the back of his chair kind of looks like Batman, which is freaking me out. It's like. Yeah. Weird. It's kind of like an upside down. It's like an upside down angry face. You know, like. Uh, oh, like yeah. Two lines and then they're trying to go. Oh, I see a shadow coming back. Hush. We'll have to, we'll have to stop talking like we were. <clears throat> so, anyways, uh, that's why I said to them, I said, what? You're not voting for Bernie. If you're not voting for Bernie, then you're not getting any money from me. And I kicked those Girl Scouts right out of my house and I told them to go sell their cookies somewhere else. Yes, yeah, so they said they said we're only eleven and twelve. I was like, well, you better learn how to commit voter fraud then. <laughs> what are you sipping on, Muriel? Oh, dude, I, I I'm glad you asked. You see, I'm sipping on the refreshing taste of a big K diet ginger ale from Kroger. You know, I think <laughs> this is one of this is one of the most refreshing drinks that you can get generic with zero calories, so you don't feel guilty at all drinking it. You know, if I was a if okay. I was a sellout, if I was a sellout, I would say Kroger, you know, sponsor me because I love these. Send me cases of these because I'll drink them. They taste good, and you know, at a two fifty dollars a box, now that's that's a bang for your buck. I think that's a value that the whole family can enjoy. Well, listen, I like that. Kroger doesn't even have enough money to keep uh, the Cedar Town store open all night, so <laughs> I don't think they're going to be true. sponsoring Fuji anytime soon. I've got my own little drink here. This may look like water, but uh, it's actually not. As you can see, it's got things in it. That's actually Dr. Sebi's... Uh, okay, shut the fuck up. Keep you alive forever potion. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you. I can't tell you what's in there, though, because they'll come for me. This fool said, Dr. Sebi, this is the juice that makes you explode. I mean, I'm also drinking Kroger, Kroger water. Well, I was drinking. I got, I got, I'm finished with it. So, 
that was Sam's choice, but now it just has dead leaves in it from where they're falling off my bonsai tree. I thought I thought you were gonna say it, it may look like water, but it's actually vodka. So when the police pull me over, they won't know. <laughs> True. I'll just give them a little sip, and they'll send me on my way. Call world, man. This fool, this fool literally just hit us with the ultimate twist of fate, dude. He said, "Doctor Sebi." They're coming, they're coming for you now. I want you to know that. They're coming for you now. I mean, yeah. I say anybody you mentioned. Yeah, they really are, are dude. As soon as this is published, we're we're all on list now. Listen, uh, sorry guys, I didn't mean to drag you into this. The Doctor Sebi cure for eternal life is actually two scoops of turmeric powder, an onion, three shoelaces, a bag of iodine, sixteen baby shrimps, and. Some uh, some um, zest from a leather boot. Leather boot zest, dude. Just set it all off. You mix that all up? Boot zest. You live forever, dog. Yeah, I've actually heard that you're supposed to put it in one of the mixing bottles with, a, with an avocado pit to shake it around. And, uh, and, you know, it can actually give you eternal life. It's like you just fill up one of those G. You just fill up one of those G fuel tumblers, dude. <laughs> with a, yeah, with the. You put an avocado pit in it. You take the ball out and put the avocado pit in. This uh, sounds like you guys are brainstorming for a uh, TikTok video. Uh, this is um, kind of does. We're brainstorming for the Nasty Boys Pharmaceutical Division. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Nasty boy supplements, dog. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be putting Oh uh, no. I mean literally wasn't that? like wasn't Sebi's whole thing just basically like a lot of fruit and vegetables. Yeah. And people are like, No, he had the secret to eternal life. <laughs> that veganism? I don't know. He was like drink out. Sorry, I had to burp. Drink alkaline water and stuff like that. I don't know. A lot of concepts just don't really make any sense. Um, we're very much championed. Yeah. I don't even blame the man, though. I mean, he obviously had something going. I, th I blame more of all his supporters than him. Yeah, I think you're right. Let's now turn to the Sebi cast. Sebi cast. Yeah, I dude. I think every, every second... Uh... Every second Saturday, we record the Sebi cast. Go listen to the uh, Dr. Doctor Sebi interlude by uh, Young Thug on Todd Alshon's new album. <laughs> Dude, the Sebi cast, now part of Nasty Boys Entertainment. <laughs> We're um, trying to break why Nipsey Hussle was killed for supporting Dr. Sebi. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this was about to say something that's gonna get us. Is that not up. what the rumors said, dude? I mean, that, all the conspiracy that, theorists. That, that was what they were saying. That's what they were saying. They were like, he's making a movie about Doctor Sebi. That's why they killed him. Yeah. They. <laughs> I think they is the Doctor Sebi estate, dude. They didn't want his secrets out there. That's true. That's probably more true than anything else. <laughs> nah, dude. It was. It was Hillary Clinton, dog. <laughs> that's true. That's true, actually. That's true. Look, we're on to something. We're also, I think, nearing the end of the episode. We're about to hit an hour here, so. 
Oh, wow. I think, uh, you know, I think we've said a lot. I think we've got a lot to, to, to build up on for the uh, the next pod. You know, we got this set up now. And honestly, I think I prefer Discord. But this is what I'm going to do, right? I'm going to rip the audio from this video. Well, first off, I'm going to process the entire video. That'll go on YouTube. I'm going to rip the audio, upload the audio to Anchor, um, edit the, uh, the, the little intro and the outro, and distribute through Anchor, but record through here. That makes sense. So also, I will say I've noticed, and I'm sure you have too, little uh, pauses and skips and lapses. in, uh, And I wonder if that picked up in the audio as well or if that was just on the video. I wonder too. I'll take a look at it because it's, um, it's, it's recording everything as we see it or as I see it. So um, okay, I'll take a look at it. And if the lapses aren't too bad, I probably won't edit much out of this. I'm probably just going to post it raw. But if there is, then I'll probably go through and just find where the audio cuts and just make cuts and uh, paste it all together like that. So, because there's not much dynamic action going on anyway, and it's not like we're going to mix a lot. It's just us talking and chilling. So, can this episode be called, uh, what, 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 <laughs> what episode number is this? 31, you said, right? Yeah, I think it's 31. Thought Police episode 31, raw and uncut. Raw and uncut. That's true. Election coverage, raw and uncut. Featuring Dr. Sebi. Featuring Dr. Sebi. All right. Well, <laughs> Arthur, do you have any uh, anything you want to leave our uh, our loyal listeners with before we uh, cut this spot off? Uh, I mean, I, I've definitely enjoyed being on this episode of The Thought Police. I'm, I'm glad, hey, as a listener and as a fan, I'm glad you boys are back, and I'm glad you guys are doing doing video form now. And uh, other than that, not much. I mean, if you if you want, you can check me out on uh, Twitter. <clears throat> my uh, my handle is at young without the o underscore abg, and check out unheard of. You can find us on Twitter at unheard underscore of pod and we got instagram this will be the same thing anywhere you want to find us basically just search up unheard of you might be able to find us hopefully so awesome um, people go listen to unheard of it's a good pod it's a good pod i do we're say so myself i'll just say we're on there every now and then so you know we obviously enjoy the podcast we enjoy being on the podcast I mean, we enjoy arthur as a person they tried to poach me should tell you all you need to know it's a good cast we enjoy arthur they've got good taste we tolerate jared um (laughs) i was gonna say something very similar i was just kidding jared if you listen to this uh we like you too um (laughs) uh but yeah i mean (laughs) (laughs) you got anything for us before we wrap it up uh uh, I know, you know, uh, I guess if you're in Georgia, you know, we got a couple of runoffs coming up. If you're not registered, you know, that might be cool. You no know, register, do your part, I guess, um, if you want to. But if you don't, also, I don't blame you. Um, and, you know, follow us on the Twitter at Thought Policeus. Follow us on Instagram at The Thought Policeus. And now, hopefully, we'll get our YouTube started up at The Thought Police. But 
Uriel said it's kind of tough to find us on there. That's <laughs> true. We are the top police on there. But, um, you know, we'll post a link, obviously, to the YouTube on our Twitter page. So you'll be able to find us much more easily through there. And who knows? Maybe if uh, you, enough of you watch, subscribe, we can actually get found on the search results there. But for everybody watching, once again, thank you for sticking around for a whole episode of uh, Thought Police special election coverage episode featuring uh, conversations on Dr. Sebi. Um, and I just want to leave you with a few words. A few words here. And uh, these words are, <clears throat> you turn it on the world. That's when you turn the world around. Did you feel like Jesus? Did you realize that you were a champion in their eyes? Thank you. And uh, have a good one.